to AMV Plus. This is Jeremy Delahaye. Austin here. And your girl Tiana. And, this w and we're going to do our compi. As yes. one, two, three. Compi. And for this episode is my choice and the name of the song that you just heard was called Gravity by Maya Sakamoto and is the ending for Wolf's Rain. Yes. And, and um, um Tiana asked me to get this song, and I prefer this song over the first or over the opening. And which like is I called Stray. <laughs> yeah, but um, like I said to her a little while ago in my room, um, I've heard this song like five or six times now, and it's starting to grow on me. Yeah, mm. in, in a positive way because it is a beautiful song. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Wolf's Rain. Wolf's Rain basically as an anime series has been around like in the early 2000s, back in 2003. 2003 to 2006. Right. Wow, it ran three years? Wow. No, 2003 and four is when it came over, but afterwards they did what was called OVAs. Oh, that's right. Oh. Okay. Well, Sorry. anyway, that's fine. Anyway, Wolf's Rain is about um, these four particular wolves who are trying to reach paradise. And these wolves... Are actually can transform into humans too. You see, in Wolf's Reign, is this time where the world is coming to an end and everything is about to die out. And this one particular being named Cheza, who was made as like a flower, she sometimes plays this important role to open. She is the key to open the gate to paradise, or at least the way for these four particular wolves. Yeah, These, and she's made from a lunar flower. Yes, right. which is the flowers that bloom on a full moon night by the light. And these four main character wolves named Kiba, played by Johnny Ambosh, mm -hmm. Sume by Crispin Freeman, and these two other guys named Hige and Tobue, yes. they are the ones who travel with Cheza in order to reach paradise, which is a place where wolves and humans can live in peace and in harmony when the world is about to end. So, unfortunately, of course, they come across some obstacles and a few enemies. One of them is Darcia, who is basically the main villain in the show, who's yes. also trying to reach paradise in order to be reunited with his beloved named Homina. And he also wants to rid humans, humanity itself, off of paradise and the whole world. So yeah, he sounds like a selfish douchebag. He is. He is. But he's voiced by um, Steve, Steve Bloom. Bloom. Yes. Yeah. And so um. Doesn't he have a dog? No. Uh, no. Who's the one that has the dog? Quint. Quint. This is all. This is old man named Quint who also has a dog named Blue. Blue. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But with her, she finds out eventually, and this is because of Cheza. She is not only part dog, but she's also part wolf. So she has a wolf in her. Yes. So eventually she joins the gang and along with other ally humans in order to try to reach paradise. But um, as the world's coming to an end and as Darcy is coming to a close of encountering all of them and try to stop them, you know, death starts to uh, fall upon one another. And um, 
at the end of the show, it was basically Kiba against Darcia, who magically transformed into a wolf by inheriting the wolf's golden eye. He and Darcia battled it out in order to um, stop each other from reaching paradise. But at the end, it was Kiba who survived along with Cheza before the world started to freeze over and die. Hmm. Yeah, so Kiba, who is the white arctic wolf, he basically was born to be the main eucalyptus created one, the one who can open the gates of paradise along right. with Cheza. And um, this anime is really has a dramatic twist. It's not like your original um, comedy anime per se. This is basically like a drama um, anime series. And it is well animated and the fighting styles of the wolves, it can be graphic, but it's beautiful and it has beautiful music and it does have a very good storyline. Did you ever uh, order the soundtrack? No, I did not. I just ordered a few um, MP3 file musics of it, but... Um, but yeah, there are there is a soundtrack and a soundtrack number two. Yes, in fact, it sure is. I even saw the two soundtracks when they had this store called Media Play years and years ago. But I never thought about getting it at first back then for some reason. But they do have two soundtracks off of the series. So, um... And I'm pretty sure you can find both of those at Tenshi.ru. Yes. Yeah, yes. as well as order them online through Amazon or wherever. But now, yeah, but on Tenshi you can get it for free though, but whatever. Now, yeah. Austin, you were talking about how at the end of the credits you saw... Um, before the credits. Oh, before the credits. You yeah, saw. actually, a long time ago, I, well, I saw episodes of this anime here and there. I didn't see the whole season until just uh, a few weeks ago, but a long time ago... I thought that I saw every character at the end of the show, or at the end, of, towards the end of the show, die. Which, that is the case, but yet it isn't. Because before the end credits actually happen, you see, um, you see Kiba walking through the city, and then, uh, and, it, and then the camera pans to, uh, this, this guy in a blue, uh, hoodie, and he turns around, and you see that it's Hige. And then you see another character playing with some cats, and that's Toboy. I know, and what it says on Wikipedia is that that's their reincarnated form. They were reincar exactly. Yeah. Because but, since he was the one who still saved Chesa in the end, and Chesa even said this before they died, that because you saved this flower, you know, the world will have a second chance of being reincarnated, and that's when you will have your second chance of fighting paradise. And so when the world comes back to life, we will meet again. So everyone basically is reincarnated all over again. And so is Kiba and the rest of the fellow wolves. And at the end, they show like how they are just mere strangers from each other. But that lets you know that whether destiny will play a role for them again, for them to meet each other and form as a group to find paradise a second time. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting because Austin, he didn't understand why he... Yeah, I told him. Well, yeah, and I was just going to say, Tion explained it to me when I talked to her on the phone a couple of nights ago. Yeah, well, now I, I understand it too, so... Yeah, it was it can be confusing at first, but if you really pay attention to what Chesa said to Kiba before they died, before she withered away, mm -hmm. you know, it would make sense that the world has been reincarnated and... 
everyone has a second chance. But, you know, in a way, despite the death scenes for most of the main characters, it was really sad. Yeah, Toboy. Yeah, and... Yeah, um, a sad scene. Yeah, exactly. And for Blue and Hige, because they were messed up pretty bad, too. But Yeah, I, well, sorry. That's okay. As I was trying to say, like, I think in a way, even though they were dead, they still found their own ways of paradise. And when I say that, that means Toboy died, but he was able to reach heaven and find his ideal paradise with his grandmother and other humans because Toei was a human lover. He didn't care whether people were humans or wolves or any types of animal species. He was a loving, caring, person. gentle person. And yeah, he has that innocent boy attitude. Exactly. Yeah. And Hige and uh, Blue, they had their paradise by finding each other and finding their true love. So they're together forever. Sume, who is known as the lone wolf and the jerk, he finally found paradise by knowing he's not alone after all, and he found the bond of friendship with friends. And as for these uh, human couples that travel with them named Herb and Cher, they, they reunited with each other and um, decided to have love a second chance, and they was able to make their relationship last again. And as for Quint, the old man who despises wolves because... His family was killed by fire and destruction and the soldiers and the wolves. He finally found a little piece of closure that not all wolves are monsters. And he was able to reunite it with his family. Yeah, but Quint actually thought that wolves did it. I mean, the other, might have, the other was wolves there, but they didn't, they didn't cause the fire and destruction to his town. Exactly. Whereas sad. I have a feeling yeah. that Darcia, because they were the background, of Darcia when he in his wolf form, so it was Darcia who destroyed Quint's family and killed his son and his wife. But you know, yeah, I think at the end everyone did had their paradise in a way, even before the world started over again and reincarnated. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as for personalities, who are your favorite wolves? I like Cuba. Me too. I gotta agree. Toby, he's a cutie. I I like Toby. He has a gentle heart. Yeah. He he's funny. He's just all for the food and the women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. But uh I uh I don't really like Blue's human look. I like her better as a wolf. What's wrong with her human look? She just didn't look right. I mean her hairstyle does make her look a little boyish. Yeah, that's top-ish. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. If it was like kinda longer, but Yeah. Well, yeah, Blue, she, she has those beautiful blue eyes as a wolf, you know, yeah. ironically. I love wolves anyway, mm-hmm. but... But who's your favorite member? Like I said, Kiba. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Kiba, with him, he is basically like the main leader of the whole pack. He's trying to guide everyone to paradise because that's his main goal. His goal is to find paradise. It's like something is calling him to tell him to go to paradise. Mm-hmm. But with Kibo, what we like about him is, like, he has that real leadership spirit in him. <clears throat> he has that the composure and that that confidence as a wolf. And he he takes his friends seriously. Mm. He doesn't take advantage of the whole leadership thing with his pack. Right. I mean, some people, they take leadership lightly. It's just, you know. Exactly. You, you don't need to do that. That's not cool. Yeah. I mean, they people are counting on you. And that's one, I mean, I kind of remember, you know, when I would watch this, I would think about, you know, hey, 
he's a good leadership thing qualities, you know. And I learned all about leadership in the student leadership academy at Ivy Tech, and it was just like, yep, you don't, you know, you want to keep an eye on all your group, all your gang. Exactly. And we and had, you have to roll and adapt with change, you know. Exactly, and because of Kiba's confidence and composure, he made the rest of his friends really trust him. Because eventually they didn't believe there was no paradise. Like, they were just leading him to a mirror of nowhere. But in time, especially when they first met Cheza, mm -hmm. they do start to believe in Kiba and believe that he knows what to do and believe in his strength. And in return, they also show Kiba a sense, too, that Kiba's not necessarily alone anymore, either. Right. So it goes hand-in-hand hand for everyone. Right. Yeah. That's cool. So what do you think, Austin? Uh, I pretty much shared all my thoughts. Anything else? Like, who's your least favorite character or whatever? I, I don't really have a least favorite character, but, um, I... Well, no, I, I, I took that back. My least favorite character was, um... Damn it, I already forgot his name. The guy that was always uh, out to get the wolves. Quint. Yeah, that Quint. bitch. I didn't really didn't like him throughout pretty much most of the series. Yeah, he was a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> well, can you blame him for being a little crazy? After seeing the sight and shit that he went through? But, yeah, he was a little cuckoo. <laughs> My, well, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kind of tie this in. Let me. Sh I'll be like, bitch. I got bit by a wolf when I was in high school. Okay. I went to a uh, park that had wolves, where you could pet them. One of them bit me. Do I want to kill all wolves? Fuck no. <laughs> no. But yeah, Quint. He's crazy, but the same time he's pretty funny because not only was he serious about killing wolves, he was also a drunk. Because he just always drank every single time. Yeah, every scene that he was in, he was always had like some kind of vodka or some kind of alcohol. Yeah. But the significance of this whole show is because, you know, and also in this time, people didn't believe wolves existed because there was a legend, according to this book called The Red Moon, where I can't remember what it says, quote from court, but it says something like along the lines, um, you know, by the spirit of the wolf. Like, in the ancient times, the spirit of the wolf is here, and man was his messenger. In other words, the wolves can disguise themselves as humans. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Yeah, but also in this series, it says that the series, not the Book of the Red Moon, but the series says that wolves have been extinct for 200 years. Exactly. And that's why many people find it hard to believe, like, all right, wolves are starting to come back again. So, but I, I love Wolf's Rain and I give it a 10 out of 10 because not only the storyline, but just like the animation, the music, yeah, everything, the characters. I yeah. gotta, I gotta, I gotta disagree with you. I gotta give it an 8.5 because of the sad ending. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, it's not really a sad ending because you see Kiba and then walking through the city, so, you know. Yeah, I Maybe understand. the sad ending was wonderfully done. <laughs> well, you know what yeah. I mean. I mean, yeah. I, I'm... Yeah, they're reincarnated, but their wolf forms are, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just to see how they all died was sad, but beautifully writtenly sad. <laughs> I understand what Tiana's saying, but I mean, like she was saying a long time ago, this anime is meant to be a drama and it's meant to be 
It's right. meant to be like this. Yeah, because this this epi- those episodes can really get to you. Like I was yeah. really crying when Toby first died. Yeah. Seriously. Now see, that's what I mean. I I like the series. Don't get me wrong, but you know it's just like, ugh. Okay, this is getting bad. I don't care. I don't want to do this anymore. But I kept watching just to see what was going on. Yeah, because you yeah. had to see how it went down. Well, that's why I like Bleach, because, you know, that's a perfect mix of uh, action and humor, because... But, yeah, and the, but the series hasn't really ended yet, so you don't even know if Ichigo dies, or no one knows except for the creator of the show. Yeah, but as for Wolf's Reign, um, I give it a 10 out of 10. Austin, yeah. what do you give it? I'd probably have to give it, like, a, a 9.5, because I do like the storyline for the most part, except for... Some of the sad scenes, but they're meant to be there and they're meant to be sad. But I also like the soundtrack that's in part of the scenes. Right. But also, I like the way this anime looks. And mm-hmm. and it's made by Bondi, which I like a lot of animes made by that, by that uh, company. So, yeah. And also the voice acting from most of the... For most of the main yeah. cast. Johnny on Bosch did a really good job playing Kiba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um... What's her name? Uh, whatever her first name was, but her last name was Cogren. I always oh, can't remember. Yeah, C- Carrie Walgren. Well, yeah, but she voices um, Cher. Cher. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. But, I forgot um, about that. But uh, one of the things Wikipedia said is uh, that um, this anime had the writers put everything in the episode and made them a little bit longer, they would have not needed the OVA. Mm. Wow. And, you know, even though the anime itself is done by Bondi, the manga is done by Viz Media. Sure. Okay. But but Bondi is the one that overall, like... Yeah, created. Like, creates the actual animation process. Right. Alrighty. And they're the title, and they're the ones that have the title on the actual uh, credits, or not credits, but the whenever you put the DVD in, it's it goes to the goes to the names of the people that made it. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I just wanted, was there. I just wanted to let y'all know. Yeah, and th- and there is a difference between the manga ending and the anime ending. Sure. And the manga ending instead of them. Oh, yeah, I heard about this, too. Uh, instead of them all, you know, being separate in the city, it shows them all as wolves and Sheza or Sheza, however you want to Cheza. say it. Cheza in the mi- middle uh, with the sun on there, you know, shining down on them. And another oh. thing I've learned See, is... that would have been a cooler ending. Yeah, yeah and another thing I've learned is that the wolves didn't really die in a manga version. When they was trying to fight Darcia, but Kiba, he when he fought Darcia, he, he injured his eye and he became blind in the process. Oh, that's kind of lame. Yeah, when there was an anime, of course, it was not like that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Wolf's Ring is cool. Check it out um, if you have never seen it or heard of it before. Well, you have now. And let's move on to my video game of choice, and in this case, Sonic, Sonic Generations. Generations. Yeah. Yeah, now as for this game, when you think of Sonic Generations, yes, it is about old school meets new school, but it's not like there's there's sections where you play old Sonic video games from Sega and then you switch to the new Sonic games for PS2 
PS3 or 360 and shit like that. Because there's actually a story plot. It's about when you first play the game, you play as the original Sonic the Hedgehog playing the first game called Green Hill Zone. And after you defeat that first original stage, um, they show a cutscene where, you know, the old Sonic's running around and all of a sudden, out of nowhere in the sky, this big monster comes out of nowhere and suddenly swoops around past Sonic and makes his entire world and his time black and white. And then the monster disappears again in the sky. And so the old Sonic is like, what the hell? And then the game shows that it's now back to the modern present or future time where the new modern Sonic and his friends are celebrating Sonic's birthday. Mm -hmm. They threw a party for him. And then all of a sudden the same monster came from the sky again, sucked out all of Sonic's friends, including Tails, and also made everything that was once colorful black and white. And it's like, okay, this is like a time monster who's interrupting time and space between the old school Sonic's time and the new school Sonic's time. And so that is the whole point of um, this whole video game, is where the old Sonic will meet up with his new futuristic self. And both of them has to work together as well as the old tales and the new tales try to rescue their friends from being frozen in time by um, going through all these different stages from the old school and new school games and also try to join voices to stop this time monster and of course Dr. Robotnik and Eggman are in this because they're basically the ones, the conference behind the whole scheme. Right. I remember you guys talking about yeah, how, exactly. how Eggman says, I couldn't do this alone. Exactly. Uh, and he was the, like, the only other person that could help me with this, and then the original robot. It's me. It's me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, so it is Robotnik. At first, because we saw that the monster... <laughs> Dr. Rofugna. Nice! I was about to say that. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's their nicknames for the old school. <laughs> Rofugna. Yeah. Is that what you really actually, called him when you guys were younger? No. But I, I think... I actually, think, one of my friends called him Robichnik. Nice. Well, I think Rofugna sounds better because it flows better, but I think it's one of my creations. Oh, boy. But anyway, yeah, it's like... You know, when the old school Sonic meets his new self, they're like, oh man, what is this? This is my old self? And because with this game, the old school Sonic can't talk whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But what's funny is because you also get to see the old school Tails when he was like little and younger. And he can talk, and so can the modern Tails, but the old school Sonic is silent, he's mute, he doesn't talk, but he just shows expressions by jumping around and shit. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, um, what's so good, what's so cool to me about this is because it definitely takes you back to old school and old times of the original Sonic games in the past. Like, you can switch between both Sonics and try to undergo through these different stages in order to make the world colorful again, and to also make their friends be free from being <coughs> black and white frozen in time. Right. And one of those um, stages includes games from. The very first Sonic the Hedgehog game from Sega Genesis, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, um, um... Sonic 3? Yes, yeah, Sonic 3. And DX. Yes. Also, um, Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Uh -huh. And also, 
the latest Sonic, no, not the latest, Sonic the Hedgehog 2006, the very first game for the 360, and the latest one, which is Sonic, Sonic Unleashed. Heroes? No. Well, didn't they have Sonic Heroes in there? No, 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 no. They only had Sonic oh, Unleashed because they was going through that one city that I remember from Sonic Unleashed. But yeah, yeah, it was so cool because it does make a lot of good references of those different stages from those different games in the past. And yeah. it's like, wow, this is really making a different type of deja vu, you know? I like yeah. how, okay, when you guys were on the first, that one level where also you had to do the one level with the old Sonic and you had to go back to the same level with the new Sonic. Exactly. I like how that was, yeah. especially when you had to watch out for that truck. Exactly. Yeah. But actually, also, I found this out from, um, I have this podcast of video games, trailers on my iTunes, but I, I found this out for four song generations from that, and um, the reason why Sonic has a birthday celebration at the beginning and at the end of this game is because it's it's this game is specifically the 20th anniversary I thought of it was 25th or okay, 25th 25th anniversary of Sonic which is I guess quote unquote his birthday yes yeah, so in a way Sonic is 25 years old and that's why they decided that you know they're gonna make it where it's Sonic's birthday and throw a party for him as a tribute that's kind of cool yeah. yeah it is it's really, it's really cute but, you know, when you play the different stages from the original games, it's still like the same basics, like from the games that you've played. Like how you do the original spin dash and the, mm -hmm. the jumping on top of the enemies and, and kill them that way and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, but old school Sonic is weak ass at jumping and hitting shit because, I, I mean, I know it's from the old school Sega days, but... He just can't jump that high or jump that far like the newer version of Sonic can. Yeah, that's what makes him, you know, no offense to old Sonic, cooler and newer, more improver, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the game... Um, the when last they... boss fight was a bitch for you to play. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let me get to that. At the end of the game, after you defeat a stage, you regain a Chaos Emerald, and you have to collect seven Chaos Emeralds. And at the end of the game, we I do have to fight a bitchy boss fight, which of course was the time monster with both Dr. Refugnik and <laughs> Eggman in there. <sighs> and it was to the point where both Sonics had to form the powers of the Chaos Emerald together and transform into two get me? Not one, but two Supersonics. Oh, damn. And that is what's so neat because we never ever had two Supersonics before because again, old school and new school working together as a team. And so I had to go through this this space-time um, limbo dimension or whatever where I had to travel in order to reach this monster and hit him in this weak spot uh, like a few times before both Sonics had to form their powers together and be, uni be unit, uh, united as one unit in order to destroy this monster time, this time monster. And um, once we got into the center of his stomach, because that was his weak spot, both Sonics had to form together and use both their powers of supersonics in order to make one big supernova attack right through the monster. And that's how we defeat him. 
And at the end of the show, it was cool, but it was also sad. Once, you know, Sonic's and his friends and his old school self celebrated Sonic's birthday, there was another portal that opened the world where the old Sonic and Tails had to return. Aww. Yeah, but like I explained to Tiana that when she beat that boss, that's supposed to happen because you can't have your old self and your new self in the same time or else all kinds of shit could happen. Yeah, that's interrupting the time gap in space. Time space yeah. continuum. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they had to go through there, but Sonic was like, hey, Sonic, hope you enjoy your future. And of course, you know, the old Sonic gave him the original thumbs up, yeah. like they always do in Tails. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, and that's when, um, you know, the credits ended. And at the end of the credits, they even showed, like, a tribute where everyone was saying, Happy birthday, Sonic! <laughs> it's so cute. And also, I forgot at the end, and do you remember this, where they show where both Robotniks were stuck somewhere? Oh, yeah. In they were dimension? Yeah, they were stuck in, uh, I don't know if it was Limbo. I don't know if you consider it Limbo or not. But yeah, it was, it was stuck somewhere. It was this completely white, like, space, and there was yes. nothing but white. Exactly. And, That's crazy. Uh, yeah. What was it? What was it? Eggman was like, where's the door? And Dr. Reflectin... There Ruffington, is no door. Yeah, Dr. Reflectin was like, yeah. Like what? like, what time is it? It's the same answer I told you before. There is no time. So both geniuses, quote-unquote, are trying to figure out how to get out, if they ever can. Yeah, that's douches. messed up. Yes. <laughs> but what's so co what's so cool about this game is like, like I said before, it does bring you back memories of how you played <clears> the original <throat> games, and especially if you've been a, a Sonic fan for years. Yeah. So. Like me, I used to like the uh, mm -hmm. cartoon series too. Yeah, we grew up watching Sonic, y'all, so yeah. we know how it is. Well, I didn't used to watch it, but I used to have like every single Sonic I ever made, yeah. except. Except for the ones for the handheld consoles or the, whatever. You mean the Game Gears and stuff? Yeah, I never had those. Right. Well, I remember like the first season, which was just Sonic and Tails versus Robotnik and these two robots, Scratch and Grounder. Yeah, I remember them. And then <laughs> and, there was... And Coconuts. Coconuts, I don't remember that the one. The Monkey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that, but... But then there was a second mm -hmm. one where, where he had a... Supposed friend named Sal, remember Sal? Oh yeah, yeah. They had the computer. Oh, and yeah. Robotnik had I never this saw that, but I got some. But but uh, Robotnik had this thing called the Roboticizer. Yeah. And you put you in it and turn into a robot. Exactly, and that's exactly how Robotnik does. He always captures Sonic's friends from Angel Island. Is that how Metal Sonic was created? Um. No. He's an android. He was designed well, metal, in a different android, way. Whatever. No, he's not Android Sonic, but he is an Android that was created in a different way. But he is called Metal Sonic. But um Something I found out something I realized about this game is like some of the voice performances, they're okay, except yeah. the crocodile. The crocodile's voice Vector. sounded gross. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's the same voice actor from the original series now for this new sh Sonic's, like, um, Sonic X. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, 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 I realize that, but it's just fucking gross. I mean, I just want to punch him in his face. Yeah. The voice Seriously. actors, some of the voice actors are still the original from the Sonic X games and the other 
previous previous new modern games, but sure. others are new, of course. But overall, besides the gross crocodile, <laughs> everyone else sounded pretty cool. Tails sound as intelligent as ever. Yeah. So there's a little Tails. Yeah. Both Tails also work together to see what's the source behind all of this and yeah. try to tell both Sonics, like, how to defeat the monster. Yeah. Yeah. And also what's cool is that Shadow, the hedgehog, is also in there. <coughs> oh, wow. Yes, he is in here. Um, and so is Silver, the hedgehog, who was yeah. from the Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 game. Silver the Hedgehog, he is the hedgehog that has telekinesis powers. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you have Sonic, Silver, and Shadow. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And um, and Metal Sonic. Yes. Exactly. Well, I, I remember one time... Okay, I'm kind of getting off track, but it's another Sonic game. Back uh, in uh, Sonic, Sonic, or Sonic Adventure DX, or Sonic Adventure, there was one part where I actually found how to... Play Metal Sonic. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, I don't remember that one. Yeah. I have it too, but I never was able I to. I think it was like unlocked him or something. Yeah. Because like I used to have it on when I lived with my grandparents. Wow. But you know, Sonic <coughs> X. I mean, Sonic Generations is is a cute and good game, and you know, another one of the nice favorite Sonic games that I have, and it's it may it's pretty short, I'll admit, but. Overall, it's cute, and I like it. I will have to give Sonic Generations a 9 out of 10. Only because of the different voice actors in... The Gross Crocodile? Yeah, maybe. Gross. 9 out of 10. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta give it What about I, you guys? I gotta agree. I'd probably give it a 9, too. Yeah. And what's, what's cool about it also is because, you know, through the different stages, they also bring out the, diff, the original music themes mm -hmm. from those stages you did know did you bring that with you today no i didn't and if i did if if you wanted me to come over i would have did it i mean bring it over yeah i'm sorry can you bring it tuesday sure sorry about that didn't mean to put that in the podcast but i want to play that sure you're welcome to borrow it and check it out cool but other than that yeah sonic generations is a nine out of ten try to check it out it's for the xbox 360 and ps3 and um and isn't it also for computer I don't think so. Nah. Uh-uh. So any other oh. last... Oh, and DS, I think. Yeah. And 3DS. I think oh, so. Gross. So any other last thoughts, you guys? No. Nope. Well, until next week, thank you all for tuning in, and... Matane! Technical difficulties, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Technical my ass. Cut it. Mm -hmm. no, no, no. Go, go. Go, go. Man, 